Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work, Kathy Elster and Catherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Catherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Catherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. Today we're going to discuss the challenge of working for a boss who is hard to read. Mm-hmm. We'll start with a question from someone who finds it difficult to know whether the new boss likes or dislikes any ideas. During the second part of our podcast, we'll examine what managers can do to encourage ideas in meetings. Yeah, this is such an interesting topic. I bet most bosses who are hard to read don't even realize that they may be discouraging their staff in a variety of ways. I hope listeners will send more questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. All right, Logan, what's our question? I've been at my current job for almost two years. Six months ago, my boss quit, and her boss is now managing us temporarily. He's very likable, but extremely hard to read. At meetings, he asks for ideas, we offer them, and he doesn't react positively or negatively most of the time. Instead, he asks for more ideas. On a few occasions, I've come up with an idea, voiced it, and gotten no reaction. A coworker has then proposed the same idea, and he said, that's great, I like it. He has done this to everyone, and it leaves us deflated and confused. How do I work with this kind of boss? Yeah, this is a little maddening. Uh-huh. I mean, we all want to know what our boss is thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, we learn to take our boss's temperature all the time. Like, okay, you can approach the boss now. He's in a good mood, bad yeah. mood, good mm-hmm. mood. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> approachable, not approachable. I think we we all eventually, long enough, after a long enough period of time, we know how to read our boss and um, and everybody. You know, it's just like a human thing. But mm-hmm. uh, I call this person sort of a flat person, you know, mm. maybe they have um, a poker face. They don't. Yeah. And I think some people are really good at that and they probably should play poker. <laughs> Not As opposed to managing. Yeah, managing <laughs> others. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so if you, it's, you want to say anything else before no, I No, you in? go and I've got a whole, um, I'll back oh, you oh, up. Oh, she's got plenty. Um, <clears throat> so the thing is, I think if it's been six months and you don't know how to read this person's, their body language, their face, anything, and hasn't addressed it, that's a little off for me. So I think you do need to um, approach them mm-hmm. and ask them, you know, what are the expectations? Where do I stand with you? That, you know, if that's possible, I think you've got to, you got to ask them. Yeah. If you can't read it, because most of us do know where we stand with our boss. We know their looks, we know their energy, we can usually figure it out. But if not, you have to ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I was thinking that it's part of what sounds a little confusing about this story is it's actually hard to know whether the ideas register with the boss or not. Well, there's that too. Yeah, whether they're actually absorbing or listening to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like that idea of approaching the boss. I was also thinking that... If you, once you do get a, that's great, I like it on Mm -hmm. those rare occasions, you might want to take those ideas and really, you know, try to beef them up or at least go back to the boss and reinstate if they have some kind of attention issue, (laughs) which many, uh, you know, 
a visionary does, you may want to really capture the ideas that you see do get a response and try to come back and find out what about those ideas were really appealing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, if there's any consistency with right. it. Um, you know, I just, I wonder also if this boss maybe has a... Um, uh, a non-trust issue maybe doesn't ah, yeah. really want their staff to know what they're thinking. Um, maybe they think it keeps them on their toes. I'm mm-hmm. not really sure. It's pretty ineffective as you see this person had to write in a question because it was so painful right? or it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to confront this person head on. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I was guessing at potentially is because this boss is essentially subbing, right? They're, yeah interim boss and probably not that familiar with the department and their issues, mm-hmm. that it could be that the, this boss doesn't even know what he wants, mm-hmm. you know? And so even if you go and say, I'd really like to know more about what you're looking for, he or she, if it were a woman, may not be able to articulate it, which can be challenging as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they're just not, they're not interested. Because I don't know. This is just an interim thing, and so maybe they're thinking, "Why invest so much? I'm just yeah. here for a short period of time." So, which right, is not great, but well, I mean, either way, I think you should know as somebody who deals with somebody like this, this is ineffective mm-hmm. uh, leadership, leadership in general. Yeah, um, you know, you do want to teach your staff how to give feedback and show what you know, encourage it. Right. Yeah. So this is, you know, this is just in my opinion off. Mm-hmm. I, so I don't know that there's some great strategy behind it. Yeah, exactly. You know, this I agree. Just may be that this person, um, you know, just got away with a poker face, you know, like a resting bitch right. face. Like it's just somebody who's <laughs> it's always got a worked face. for them maybe. Right. And they don't know how uh, to do anything else, which is unfortunate. Um, and those yeah. are, there were flat people. Yeah. There are flat. Well, they say, he says he's likable, but extremely hard to read. And I think the other piece is not to take it personally, right? That this well, if is. Well, they do it to everybody. It's not personal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Why are people like this? <laughs> I want answers, Kevin. <laughs> well, you used a really um, descriptive term, Kathy, which is flat. And there yeah. is a term in the land of psychology that there are people who are flat effectively. Yeah. So in other words, they don't actually have that much feeling running through them. Mm-hmm. And they can be surprised that you are upset that, yeah. you're not, that they're not giving you proper signals. So very mm. often they're not even aware of the lack of uh, signaling that they're giving you. They're just being, you know. They're just being. They're just being who they are. Mm -hmm. But I think a point you made is so interesting, which is in some regards that poker face can probably take someone a a long distance, right? Because for the people who are busy trying to read and please and, you know, do the right thing, they can get people to work very hard for them. Right. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think this is a big master plan, though. I just think this person has, you know, we all have faults and we all have weaknesses, yeah. and that's what this person's right. problem right. is. They shouldn't be running these kinds of meetings. Right, um, and chances are that their friends and family have the same complaint, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Talk to their wife. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. You're so flat. I'm sure there's some, something to that. All right, yeah. so let's look at it from the manager's perspective. Um, yeah. How do you encourage ideas at meetings? Because I think... Um, 
this is, you know, this is a good example of somebody that's very difficult to work for. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not the worst, obviously. They're not yelling at you. They're not manipulating you or micromanaging you. They're just sort of leaving you flat. And, you know, and you don't have to even take it that personally. So, but I think, you know, we all have had good managers that really you like to brainstorm with, yes. you like to give ideas. And I think that's something managers should encourage, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Just some of the idea, some things you should do um, as a manager. If you're running a staff meeting, you do want to encourage people to give ideas and be supportive of their answers. Mm. If you don't like one of the ideas, well, first of all, you want to create a safe enough place yes. that yes. people feel free to just throw out anything. Right. Um, but you can also, at the same time, teach your staff. This is the the ingredients that I want you to think about. These are mm-hmm. the kinds of uh, brainstormings I would like to see here. So you can lead them in the right direction. It doesn't it doesn't have to be a free flowing thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to teach them how to brainstorm. Yeah, but you want to create a safe enough space that people know that you appreciate their ideas. Yeah, you may not go on all of them. They may not use them because see, here's the the thing: when somebody throws out an idea that maybe is an ideal, it triggers other ideas. That's right. right. I was going to say one very practical tool, I think, is a whiteboard mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you're asking for ideas because then you can, someone can, and you don't have to jot them down and someone else could jot them down, but then at least it shows that you're tracking what people are offering. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to the complaint of this other person, which is I, I give my ideas and I don't even know what's registering for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. But we've actually met a few executives who have whiteboards in their conference rooms because they want to encourage the generation of ideas and as you say don't aren't invested in it has to be perfect when you first express it it's more like well let's draw the bigger picture and keep building on it mm-hmm. yeah and you have to remember as a manager that staff likes to feel appreciated and they like to know yeah. that you care what they think yeah sure so this mr poker face there you know <laughs> it's it's there's something deflating about working with somebody who doesn't really say good idea or, you know, that idea maybe we can look at in a couple of months or just anything. Yeah. Yeah. The lack of encouragement is deflating. Or even tell me more about what you're thinking, right? right? When someone offers an initial idea. I don't quite understand what that is, but describe it to me further. Mm -hmm. I think the thing that's interesting, Kathy, is when you're talking about the if I'm a manager and I'm not getting ideas Mm -hmm. from my staff, that's probably telling me that somehow I'm conveying mixed messages, right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. uh, either that I'm negatively oriented towards their ideas or I just don't care or, I mean, what have you found in working with managers who have a hard time soliciting responses from their staff? Well, I think they um, don't create a safe enough space and also I think they don't really like their staff and they don't want to hear their ideas because they're not useful. That kind of a disconnect is not good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you've got staff that you don't appreciate, that's a problem. If you're a manager and you don't like people, <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a real problem. Yeah. So, um, I mean, look, not every organization needs brainstorming, but, you know, the people that are doing the work actually have the best ideas. Yes. So you have to be willing to hear, hear them sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think that's true even with things that have to do with the logistics of the office or policies that should or, no, or need to be instated. You know, that there's nothing better than finding out from the staff what their perspective on the situation and what their thoughts are about how to solve a certain problem. But then if you don't be. agree, you do have to explain why. Right. Right. So you have, that's interesting. So that means in a way you have to be informed enough that you can weigh in. Mm-hmm on whatever it is you're inviting ideas about. And I have heard people complain, well, I have a manager that always asks what we want, but she's going to do what she wants anyway, so I don't even know why she asks. Uh So be careful Uh that you're not one of those. I'm going to ask you, but I'm not going to listen, and I'm going to do what I want anyway, because then people Mm. don't like that. That's not a good management strategy. (laughs) So um, We have heard that quite a bit, haven't we? Yeah, we we have. Yeah, that's a yes, and then no action is not good. Yeah. Yeah. So lots to think about here. Mm. Um, All right. Well, that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at AskK2 and follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. If you want to receive our podcast email, text us at 228-28 and type in MyCrazyOffice. That's all one word, MyCrazyOffice at 228-28. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at MyCrazyOffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.